It's the Zaya Show. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Zaya Show. And if you're tuning in virtually, obviously, which you are, welcome. And this is your first time hearing it. I am Zaya, and this is a Zaya Show. Today, I am here with Man Williams. He is a recording artist, a dancer, choreographer, and the baddest bitch, of course. And also from Chi-Town, please give it up for Man Williams. Yes, thank you for having me. Thank you so much for coming on. I know I'm supposed to have you on season three, and then Ida, because I live in Louisiana, affected us so bad. So it's just perfect timing now, especially in the new year, new interviews, and I'm living for it. Also, because you're when you're the second guest I have on video podcast, so this is real exciting. So if y'all not checking out the video podcast, y'all, if y'all listening through audio, make sure you look at the video, because honey, we look at stunning, okay? Yes, definitely. <laughs> so the first question is, especially for the new year, how are you feeling about 2022 and what would you like to achieve? Um, I'm feeling really hopeful about the new year. Last year, I um got a lot done and, you know, did a lot of things. So this year, I'm just looking to expand, double up on some of the things that I did, drop some more songs, hopefully finish my album, be able to drop it sometime this year and just have some content, new things that the fans are looking for and to get more fans. Period. I'm living for it. I'm living for it. And do you have an idea of where the album will drop? Um, hopefully by this summer, if not this beginning, middle of the summer and end of the summer, I'm trying to drop it this year. Definitely for sure. Okay. Okay. Thank you for not pulling on Armani. But she supposed to be releasing this year too. So I'm hoping by at this point of the interview, I'm hoping she released a new single, but that's my hope as a fan. But yeah, speaking of your first album, we all know you started with your first single last year with makeup. Can you give us behind the scenes of like how you actually recorded and write and what was your inspiration for the single? Um, well, makeup was actually the first song that I wanted to write. Well, not that I wanted to write, it became the first song that I wrote just because when I first started out, it was like as soon as the pandemic hit. So yeah. I was, at that point, I was dancing, choreographing, teaching dance class and stuff. So I'm like, I'm tired of this. Finally, I get a chance to sit down, so let me do something new. And I found some beats, and Makeup was the first song I wrote. So when I was writing, I just wanted something that I can establish myself as an artist and come up with a flow and just see, you know, how the process goes. Yeah. I really want to take it all the way. And here we are. It looks like I'm taking it all the way. <laughs> and honey, you took it all the way because in the back, honey, you got the most fans of 2021. Period. The fourth most spins. We was close, but I'm blind as a bat. I wear glasses, so literally I see most spins because it's the biggest thing. But okay. manifesting it for this year, you're going to have the most spins for 2022. Definitely. I'm manifesting it. So I know you just started. You had your first uh, live performance like late of last year, correct? Yes, it was uh, Key City Pride. Okay, yes, honey. Because I saw some, I saw uh, when you was performing a dance with me, I saw that performance and honestly, I was vibing in the comments. I'm like, yes, honey. And I just want to get like, how do you feel when you perform live as a solo artist? Because I know it's different, especially me performing on stage as well. I know it's different when you're performing background versus when you're performing as a solo artist and you have nobody to fall back on. So how does it feel? 
Um, it's definitely like a more overwhelming feeling because you got to totally entertain and feel the crowd yourself, especially like with all the shows that I did last year, there was all new venues. So yeah, I performed it. I never performed it before. So it was a matter of me learning the stage, learning how the crowd is used to performers working around the venue and just learning what they like. So luckily the first performance I did, which was Key City Pride, it was kind of like, and eh, because it was the the show, I was like the only live performer, and then it was all drag queens. So you know how that okay. the girls do Beyonce and Nikki and all that. Yeah, my original music. They like, huh? Okay, he doing some songs. They was getting like I had crowd participation and stuff in the song, so I got their attention. But right, it's like. Okay, we don't know this song, so let's do our own thing. So, right, I feel like if I was more established like I am now, I probably would have been a little better outlook. But it was still a good performance. Now, the second performance, the one where you saw Dance with Me, that's mm-hmm. the one that was like I had them the whole night. Oh yeah, I did like two separate numbers. First, I did Bitch Gag, and then I did Make Up, and then in the second number, I did Dance with Me, and then I think I did a snippet of a song I haven't released yet. Yeah, I did. Low budget in the second one, dance with me, low budget. Yes, because honey, the okay. girls in the crowd was screaming. I was like, that's a performance, ladies and gentlemen. That's a performance. So did you have any inspiration when you started a performing? Because I know there's a lot of queens and kings out there in the music industry. So who was your inspiration? Yes, well, um, definitely someone that's always been inspiring to me uh, in the industry is Tadra Call, just because he's like a huge gay icon. And then we have, of course, Janet Jackson, Beyonce, Aaliyah, Soldier yes. Cat, Nicki Minaj, those people who have been inspiring me for years when I was just dancing. So now I definitely can look for them for directing yes. being an artist. So it's pretty much I have the same inspirations. It's just now I'm looking at them for different reasons. Yeah, period. Now, as a Todrick Hall fan, what is your favorite song? Now, I haven't listened to the new album that he dropped yet, so I can only judge off of Femdulin. Yes. So I'm going to say Show Off and uh, what's the song with Tyra Banks? Oh, yeah. Fashion. Yeah. Fashion. Now, I love Click Clack with Brandy. I'm a Brandy fan. Oh, so. that song too, Click Clack. I was Miss thinking Mary. about the what song sound with the begin with a C. <laughs> yes. I listened to the new album. And I'm not going to spill it for you, but it's Bob's after Bob's. And one song for me that really sticked out was Rich Forever. I feel like you're going to love it. I feel like that is an anthem because I'm definitely going to start using that all the time. But you definitely need to listen. that one, and I saw you got a song with Kylie that won All Stars of RuPaul. Oh, yeah. I like that one, too. And it's another one I saw the name of. I think, no, that song title is called 69. 69. See, I'm a real fan, y'all. I really listened to it. Like, I was listening on repeat. Like, and then Loverboy was another good song. And Dance Again was the best outro song. I feel like that is one of his best songs yet. And I'm trying to go to the tour. I am literally trying to go to this tour. So I'm dragging my friend. I'm like, we're going to this tour. I need someone because I live in New Orleans, you know. And we just got to be safe out here, especially with COVID. And, you know, anything can happen. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I need someone to come with me so I'm not dancing alone. Even though I wouldn't be dancing okay. alone. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, speaking of the crowd, how do you want your fans to feel when they listen to your music? Um, just happy and inspired because all the songs that I do, I pull from inspiration from my previous situations in life. So I just want people to feel inspired and to know that they're not alone in the things that they go through. Okay, okay, period, period. Now, I know you worked in, like, did you break into the music industry? 
Um, well, I kind of was already working in the music industry yeah. with my choreography and stuff. That was always my number one goal to okay. be like choreographer for music artists and do music videos and stuff like that. That's where that passion had originally started from like seeing Aaliyah when she was coming up before she died. That yeah. was like always what I wanted to do, especially the Rock the Boat video. So uh, that's what my whole goal and uh, thing was with me being a choreographer. And with the pandemic coming about, I was just like, I'm putting all this, you know, passion and work into other people's projects. Right. But I can doing all that work for me and be getting, you know, reaping the benefits <laughs> and getting all the good choreography and ideas and stuff like that for myself. Yeah. So that's yeah. how it came about. Yeah, I feel like 2020 honestly made people like, okay, some people call it selfish, but I feel like it really opened the gate up to like, hey, you better go after this dream now, player, because mm-hmm. nothing is guaranteed. So honestly, yeah, going after, you know, like making your new song, like making a debut single and putting it out into the world where people could judge it and, you know, like you get like backlash or people could love you or hate you. Same thing with podcasts. Like I totally understand like taking a risk, but the risk is paying off and you're happy, you're releasing an album. So who would have known had not, I'm sorry, guys, for people that work in health care, but who would have known if 2020 did not go the way that, you know, it went? Would we be here? I probably wouldn't be here. You might not be here. So honestly, everything happened for a reason. Mm-hmm. And I'm just glad that you are going after your dreams. Now, I know a lot of people had different process of making music. My grandpa actually make music. He's a pianist and I used to write songs with him. Now, what's your songwriting process? Um, I just totally like have to zone out and envision like I have to vision the behind the scenes process like is there a video? What will the visuals, the promo and the marketing mm. things like that go with? Um, what would that look like versus um what the actual song is? So I have to constantly back and forth with that as I'm coming up with the song. And like I said, just pulling from previous inspirations and things that happened to me because I don't want to be like those rappers who rap about having all this stuff and it's not really true. So I try to keep everything <laughs> like 1,000% true to my life. Yeah. I might change a little few things up, but some way or another i've experienced it or seen it happen <laughs> okay okay speaking of rapper do you identify yourself as a rapper or just a recording artist because i know you do a lot of things sis, so um i'll say yeah more so a recording artist because calling yourself a rapper kind of puts you in the box yeah and i've seen that a lot with doja cat because her new album now they're kind of like contemplating what's a what genre to classified as especially the grammys i think they nominated it for best pop but in another war show was nominated yeah yeah and like she got nominated on some chart like as best hip-hop album of the year last year so yeah i feel like doja honest doja cat i see her well i'm a pop girl so i love pop music i love hip-hop but i am definitely a pop girl like i can tell you all of the pop hits so to me doja cat planet her felt more like it felt like the rap albums that were like so good to the point where you can't put even put a label on it. Cause I was like, okay, it's a pop album. And then it's like, you know, you hear options and then you hear, uh, what's that other one? Get into a young. And you're just like, yeah, okay, it's, it's more yeah. hip hop because she obviously, especially get to a young, she gave, you know, props to the queen of rap. So I'm just like, we should just let music be music. So I'm one of those. If, if you say you're a rapper, I'm going to be like, okay, 
So I just feel like I just feel like the whole genre thing, especially with the Grammys, we could go into the Grammys, but the Grammys as a whole is a mess because Beyonce should have won album of the year with Lemonade. Uh, and I'm gonna stand with that. And that's on period. <laughs> you have a dog? Yes. Come here, cannabis. The come on. cannabis. Oh, <laughs> uh, come. See, guys, if y'all don't want to already watch the video version of this podcast, y'all totally should jump on YouTube. This is perfect. <laughs> yes. But yes. So now when we got out of the songwriting and talking about like trapping yourself in the box, is that one of your fears with uh, your music career? Um, No, not really. It's just the point of people understanding what it is to just be an artist and just to you know put music out and to be free with what you're doing because a lot of people aren't able to do that because like with recording artists they get tracked in these recording contracts and things mm-hmm. like that so then it's like they have all these ideas of things but they're worried about all this other stuff so it's just a whole process of understanding yeah. that we're just artists period no matter if you're a singer a rapper if you draw if you dance if you're a cinematographer we're all artists so it's just with me my fear is just people understanding the process that it's a different process for each title but at the end yeah artists we all have work and it might not be you know what you want to see or what you classify it as but it's mine (laughs) period period now is there this big goal like I know like as artists artists because I'm an actor and I had this big goal of like oh I would love to do a national uh, theater tour is there like would you like to perform on tour in the future like you know like once the pandemic is out would you like to go on stage like yes. across the nation yes definitely so when I was dancing I was doing like regional tours I never really went I like the farthest I went to do something was probably like Birmingham, Alabama, Washington, the okay. area. So definitely with the music, I can see I'm getting like more connections in different states, even in the country. So if COVID subsides, I would definitely love to go on tour because that's always been my thing is to go on the road and perform. And that's what I was doing most of the time when I was dancing too. I wasn't really yeah. doing like that much in Chicago. I was always out of town in St. Louis or Milwaukee doing something. So yeah, definitely. Yeah. I would love to be on somebody's tour. I don't know about being on the tour bus, but <laughs> doing shows is definitely the move. Yeah. So speaking of dance, like, because my mom also, see, we're just an artist family over here. So my mom actually was a ball- ballerina and she got to oh, audition for Broadway, but however, she didn't make it because she had me. So how <laughs> was it breaking into the dance world before breaking into the uh, music? Um, it was at the time in Chicago when I was doing the Chicago was like on the top of the map for like dancing. So at the time, I think I was like 15, 16 trying to bring to the industry. I was already dancing like on dance teams here in Chicago. But at the time when I was 16, it was a situation. I don't even remember what happened, but I wanted to start my own thing. And I eventually did, but it was just so much backlash from like the other people in the community, like, oh, you might as well join someone else's. You aren't going to be able to do it. Mm. And all things like that. And that's another reason why I want to do music because it's like throughout this 10, 11 years that I've been doing dancing, I've been constantly hearing that. It's been, you know, that constant thing yeah. coming up, but I've still been, you know, progressing and doing my thing. And those people have like stopped in their place or I Ooh. go back and try to see what they've been doing and they haven't been doing anything. So clearly I was doing something right. <laughs> I honestly I agree with you 100 because it's so easy to give up especially with the arts because 
I remember I was actually writing music for a minute, like, because it was like a way of uh, how I was coping with uh, coming out. So I was like, oh, I'm gonna write poetry. I'm gonna do this. And then, you know, you have some people in the background like, oh, it's terrible. It's terrible. It's terrible. However, I gave in. I was like, girl, I know it's terrible, right? And you trash your own art. But you having a ball to just like say like, you know, fuck what y'all think. Like, I'm still gonna go on the path that I felt in my gut that I was destined to be on. Look where you are now. And they're at home watching you. So right, things happen. <laughs> Same thing with the podcast. I thought this podcast was gonna be like a 10 episode thing, then dip. But you know, you just gotta have faith in yourself. And I learned that, especially being 21, you have to have faith in yourself for your dreams because right. ain't nobody gonna go after it. And COVID taught you that. I feel like COVID taught us all that, guarantee. No. How? Okay, so I saw the music video. See, girl, I am obsessed with you. I've been obsessed. (laughs) So the music video. Like, how does it feel recording a music video as the main star that you are? Um, That video was very interesting because it was just a lot going on. Like, that was like the first, it technically it was the second song that I was trying to drop, but it was the first original song because I started with Bitch Gag, which was just a remix. So right. when I did makeup, it was just a point of me like I'm like okay, because the the way that Bitch Gag came out wasn't how I wanted it to come out, or wasn't like everything was just horrible with that because I had so called people that was supposed to be helping with management mm. things like that, giving their opinion and stuff. That's yeah. why that's why I'm glad that happened in the beginning because it's like now um uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> I don't have the extra opinions and the extra voices and stuff. I just need to right. go with what I want to do and what I'm trying to get across, which I did that with makeup. It was still some kinks getting it out there, but once it was out there, I had my idea. I, I knew what I wanted. Everybody saw what I wanted and what it was. That's, yes. That's what drove it to where makeup is now. So I'm glad that that kind of that huge kink that happened with makeup. I'm not gonna go into details just yet mm-hmm. about what the kink is till I drop the next song. But okay, it's a huge kink. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and I saw the feedback of makeup like through your Instagram and how people are just standing it. Like, does that feel good? Like just seeing like how people are receptive to your music because I know it feels yeah. good when anybody yeah. get great <laughs> reviews. And I know you was jumping off the your couch for like, yes, yes, honey, we did that. Nobody, like the people that I had that supposed to be so-called management, they did not want that to be a single because oh. not only because of the LGBT stances in it, but just because mm. they felt like, they didn't really see what I saw as it being like just the introductory song and the idea I had behind the music video. So I'm glad that I did still push through and put it out there because everybody yeah. saw what I saw and that's all that I was trying to say. <laughs> I, I agree. Management, honestly, I just feel like management, this is how I feel. I'm a business major. I, I study uh, marketing. And that's how I feel whenever anybody asks me, like, would you sign with, like, anybody to, like, you know, like, help you with your podcast? I said, I would like for them to help me after I establish my own identity and what I truly want. So let me do my start off. It might be a little bumpy, mm-hmm. sis. It might be a little rugged. But I'd rather start off bumpy, like, you know, like, we both did and then be in this comfortable state of mind where it's like now I can be open to it and I have some experience so that way you're not pipping me out you know exactly because if you look at certain artists okay guys I'm really about to be a music nerd so like Tony Braxton says she got trapped she got trapped trapped and other Mm -hmm. artists like Michael Jackson got trapped uh well Janet Jackson didn't get trapped but she got blackballed but the Lifetime documentary 
I'm watching it. I stay in her. Definitely am. <laughs> but yeah, it's just so many artists like just get like trapped, and I feel like we just make it a goal to just get signed. Like even through theater, it's like okay, you supposed to get signed through an agency in order to book this job on Broadway when really you could just do a cast call, go up to New York, risk it all, and then get casted. So I feel like we just yeah, need to understand about it. Mm-hmm. We just need to understand management is there to support our dreams not to run our lives mm-hmm. period yeah and that's my thing with management to any managers stuff listening if you want to work with me i don't need someone to tell me what to do because i already know what i want to do i just need help executing that idea Facts. i don't need nobody that want to be their own star because <laughs> sometimes they be dimming your own star they be dimming your own star baby stars <laughs> girl i remember i had this one um I didn't take it. I didn't take the deal. But there was one uh, podcast network that was like, hey, we like your content. Do you want to be with us? And I was like, let me think about it, right? And so I go on, you know, I'm doing my research. I'm a research girl, as you could tell. And I'm just like, okay, I'm an LGBTQ uh, podcaster. There's nobody else on there. (laughs) And I was like, okay. And I asked them, I said, you know, like, are y'all trying to diverse yourselves? Let's be honest. Are you trying to diverse yourselves so that we can get different types of views? Because I I like honesty. And it was like, we just like your content. I'm like, honey, my content sometimes is questionable. Like, we talk about Grindr and Jack on here, okay, baby? So (laughs) if you don't understand my message, how are you going to help promote me? Exactly. So sometimes you got to say no in the industry and just make it yourself. So, <laughs> Man, a lot of people just want to jump on what they see as hot at the moment and don't really know like, what the entire package of the situation is. Like with the Lil Nas situation, everybody thought, oh, okay, he's just going to come out. They didn't know it was going to be this whole album and him being pregnant and oh. clothes and the hot, what's that, the police prison oh. thing and Oh, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, okay, this the is the little booty, the baby yes. thing is so much. <laughs> I just felt like I honestly felt like with little Nas, little Nas, okay. And people, I don't know why people want to do this, but I can't be the only one that saw like they was trying to pin Lil Nas X versus Tadra Call. And I'm just like, why are y'all trying to pin mm-hmm. them? Not really, because for some reason, I don't really like a lot of Tadra Call's songs. Like, I could see that, but then I don't think that's a, you know, fair yeah. to Tadra Call because he's, like, very lyrical in, like, his songs. He is very songs. lyrical. And a lot of Lil Nas songs, it's like, I can't get into it. Like, I can get into the visuals and, like, the videos and yeah. the concept of the performances, but the songs themselves, I just don't. For Lil Nas? <laughs> Ooh, girl. Yeah, Lil Nas, for Lil Nas. Like, for the to... Montario album, it's only, like, two songs on there that I like. The one with Doja Cat. Okay. Um, the other song with Miley Cyrus? Uh-uh, I definitely don't like that one. <laughs> <laughs> but the song, other song I like, I don't even remember the name of it. So. Damn! I have so many. Okay, I love Lil Nas X for several reasons and I love Tadra Call. I just love when artists are like truly themselves and they just go for it and they make like I just love controversial artists like okay like if it's controversial for the right things now if you're doing like racial and you know I can't I can't jump on that bandwagon sis but if it's like being who you truly are (laughs) I'm just gonna stand it so you could be like yeah, like Lil Nas literally, no shade. He could come back out and said, yeah, you know, I tried it. And, you know, I realized I'm bisexual or pansexual. And I'd be like, yes, queen, 
yes honesty is the best <laughs> policy if he does that i'm not saying he is guys but yeah i just like honesty honest people especially honest artists right. yes now do you have anything else in the works other than just the album are you working on visuals are you pulling a beyonce on us yes so that's what i'm doing today <laughs> seeing what all songs i want to do videos for because i'm kind of sort of working on two projects at once so it's like i'm trying to put these songs over here and these songs over here mm. and like i know what i definitely know what the next single and the next video gonna be but then once i get to the you know the press run and the promo for the album yeah. i'm trying to come up with that lineup and stuff so I got an idea, but it's not really solid yet. So just trying to work it all out and come up with what I can best come up with. Period. Cooking in a lab. Cooking in a lab. Oh, girl. And to, <laughs> to end off this interview, I just want to end this off on a good, like, just like inspirational, because I feel like everybody can use inspiration. What's one piece of advice would you give to a hungry artist or a person that is like, I got this gift, but I don't know how to navigate with it because i'm afraid of rejection or i'm just afraid of the unknown what would you tell them um just start off with what you're comfortable with and build from there and don't give up because eventually it'll catch on and it's probably something that people are already doing they just don't want to openly you know say that they're like yeah. it. So just keep doing it build your platform just find different ways to build your audience and never give up because if you keep working hard you'll eventually fumble across something you never thought you would mm -hmm. it always happens that way nobody never intentionally i'm gonna go and get a record contract <laughs> the first time they get it, or i'm gonna go sign to a modeling agency and then on that first cast call they get it you got to keep going keep working right. hard and keep pushing yourself if they take the advice but you don't have to solely listen to everything they say because there's some truth in every situation so just mm. take what you feel like works for you and what you can use to better yourself i i i, I agree with all of those things that you just said 100 i'm just like mm. <laughs> so thank you so much for coming on please give it up for man williams y'all with the virtual collapse i know you're gonna be clapping in your kitchen or clapping in the car send some clapping emojis yeah. in the comments below clapping in that living room with a circle of people <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for coming on to the Zaya show be sure to subscribe like and rate this podcast and what do you think about you know this episode what more content would you want from me drop that all in the comments below thank you so much for coming on man williams thank you so much for having me and i'll see you later yes yeah, see you soon bye